لستاتس It's just me talking to the camera, so I'm saying it a lot to myself. So now, if I'm going to say it in front of you, it's probably going to be embarrassing for me. So. Oh, oh, okay, then fine. I, mean, I can, I, mean, I can do it. Though. I can really do it. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, first ever edition of the Bamboo Sticks Talk Show, and without further ado, Sayo Fusudo. <laughs> oh my God! Sala, I do score that over ten. Wait, what would you give that? Sorry, what? What would you give that over 10? What would you give that intro over 10? 11. 10. Okay, okay, okay. Going places. Yeah, so let's get, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. So today's show, we're going to be talking a lot about tech and the future of like economies in general, products, companies, everything in the tech space. We're going to be going through what these companies are doing and forecasting into the future, but at the same time, taking a look at the past and, you know, the present to get a feel of where like the global economy is going in, in general. So uh, I just wanted to start off the show in, like, in this fashion. So tech stocks in general have been making huge gains, huge gains. We, we're living through one of the most uncertain times in human history, definitely one of the most, definitely the most uncertain time in like our history, people that have been born like, you know, 70s and below, we have been looking not to go through any major wars in our era. So this is the closest thing to anything of that sort. And as a result, we are seeing a shift. We are seeing a big shift in just the way economies, in just the way economies are handling the pandemic. We're seeing a shift in human behavioral patterns when it comes to shopping, especially things like commerce. We're seeing a lot of us doing a whole bunch of our activities, even work. A lot of us, like now, me and Fabia, maybe a couple of years ago, we wouldn't have had this avenue. We would have had to meet and be in an actual studio, maybe his. Yeah, we would have definitely have to be in a studio in his element and had this conversation. But like now, we have technologies like the platform we are on now, Zoom, which make it very, very convenient and easy for us to have information. So yeah, we are in changing times. So uh, I wanted to introduce it this way. In 2010, okay, the Fortune 500 uh, list, which measures and like, gauges the top biggest companies in the world according to revenue. The first company was Walmart, Exxon, Exxon was second, Chevron third, GE fourth, and Bank of America fifth. In 2010, Amazon ranked 100 on that list in terms of revenue. In 2010, that's 10 years ago. They ranked 100. Apple ranked 56. Microsoft, I think, was 34. And Facebook and Alphabet, that's Google, um, Google, were not on the list at all. So fast forward 10 years later. <laughs> oh, it's different. It's a different story. It's a different yeah. story. So Amazon is second. 10 years later, just 10. This way, 10 years ago. Amazon is second. Apple is fourth. Microsoft is 21st. Facebook is 46th and Alphabet is 11th. In the space of 10 years, we saw such a massive shift in just the makeup of like the American economy, which is the biggest economy in the world. And you know, that, I think that's the premise that we're gonna base this whole conversation on. This huge shift in like just human nature and our economies, like projecting forward, I can only see tech stocks, you know, 
going higher. I don't really see a drop off like the way you see oil because things like oil there are, uh, I don't want to say going to be extinct, but there are alternatives that are cheaper, yeah. better for the environment. So all those old industries like oil finance, we're seeing a change or like in some way or form they're being implemented into tech, you know, like just energy finance. We see a lot, of, like even the platform that's sponsoring the show now, Bamboo, it's a FinTech platform. 10 years ago, you would not have had this opportunity. You'd have had to go through like an investment bank. So we are seeing a ch shift in the makeup of global economies and countries. So uh, I just wanted to get your own like perspective on that. Like you, especially being in the tech sector, like communicating with a huge audience. Like I went through your YouTube, uh, you have loads of videos where you have thousands and thousands of people listening to what like 10 years ago that would not have been possible pretty sure 10 years ago the best video on youtube was a cat dancing or from orange doing some stuff but now we just see like there's a huge shift i just wanted to get your thoughts on that moving forward like economies in general do you think that tech is here to stay or like do you think that in some way shape or form like these old industries are you know still going to keep you know dominating our economies So yeah, that's a very, very good that's 10 years ago. 10 years ago was 2010. Um, I think I was just going to graduate from university in 2010. I never thought that I would have, maybe I did think about it in a little way, but I never really thought that I would have a job where I just produce videos, put them on the internet, and then that would be the only thing that I would do for source of living. So um, when, I, when, I was, when I was in school, I think I, I was lucky enough to get hired out of university because um, I, it, was a, it was also a tech startup, Max.ng was right. Yeah, an app that you can request right for deliveries and for transport. So I was kind of like the first employee there. And that was because I already had um, some sort of background. I was a graphic designer and i worked mostly on the computer so i did a lot of this branding process and all that in the beginning so yes without that technology i probably won't have a job <laughs> or maybe i'll have a job I, I mean i was supposed to go to work in the bank because i studied economics so i was supposed to go to work in the bank uh yeah that did not happen i went there <laughs> that yeah. it didn't happen no there was no way i was going to do that to myself so um it, it was it, i think in terms of employment opportunities, tech has really changed things. And it's even more glaring now because of this coronavirus, the, the pandemic, because we are having to work remotely. I know people that, you know, I know companies that have fired a bunch of people, and I know companies that have had to keep a bunch of people because of their value. And that was just to say, like, you know, they, these people, it's not like they weren't useful, it's just, the way it is now and you know mm -hmm. with the tech that we have now productivity has to keep happening like people still have to keep producing if not you know how that's going to be a depression not even a recession mm -hmm. so um yes technology has really revolutionized employment and in terms of you know this period that we're in now the situation that we find ourselves in right now i think that it is bringing us together and also at the same time is doing what new technologies do, it disrupts. Mm -hmm. And people are going to be affected negatively, right? definitely going to gain. Yeah. So 
I didn't even know that the list, like I didn't know that so 2010. I know that payments, payments like SSL payments and all the stuff, they came in 2005, if I'm correct. I may be wrong. I think eBay was around PayPal, eBay, I think should be around 2005. I'm not so sure. But that was around the time where it started to take off. And I think it was five years after that social media started to take off. So within that period, it, it, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like people didn't really see the future. It was more like, would this thing ever really... Really catch on. Be this big? Yeah, yeah nobody really... Yes, exactly. So I don't think people really saw it being this big, but it is uh -huh. this big. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so funny because I always have this conversation with uh, my mom. So uh, around the same time, 2009, 2010, like, you know, that's when, uh, I can't forget, I think Facebook, then we had MySpace, all those social media platforms that were really, really kicking off. And I would try to sneak, because we had this PC set up in my house. I would turn on the computer at like 10 or 11, you get on it, play. Like, I, I think there was this also, also this other thing, I will play games on it. So I was always trying to like, get my feet wet a little bit. We had classes in primary school that, you know, put you through like internet classes and all that. But where I'm getting with the story is like, I had, my mom would always like, anytime she caught me on the computer for more than, let's say an hour, she would just snap. Why are you on the computer? Wait, this is, you know, always yelling, always angry. Now she has a, you know, Apple watch, the, the Apple watch. And it's so funny when I see her doing, like, you know, checking the time on it. I'm just like, wow, how times, my mom is more active on WhatsApp than I am. You know, she's way more, you know, I don't want to say she's more tech savvy, but she definitely has a whole lot of her life on like some form of tech. Like she has everything. <laughs> she doesn't have a choice. Yeah, so we see that big shift. And I think a beautiful part is that technology technology has only gotten easier over time. You see, like things yeah. like Zoom now, was, like setup was pretty much seamless for me. And I'm pretty sure if you go back 10 years ago, the setup of Facebook account, like it was kind of wonky. The technology wasn't really mature enough. It was hard. You know, it kind of pushed away a lot of the older generation because they were like, okay, this is just a long thing to learn. But now we're seeing things just get easier and easier and easier. And to piggyback off of that, too, before you make your next point, uh, what industry in the world, like what out, out of healthcare, uh, automobiles, what industry do you think spends the most on research and development? Hmm. Spends the most on research and development. On research and development of new products. Do ideas, I have, yeah. have a, uh, can I do 50, 50? What'd you say? Because this is like who wants to be a millionaire, and I and I really need these millions. So sorry, I didn't get that. This is like who wants to be a millionaire, and I do I have can I? Uh, sorry, we're, we're, you're breaking. You're breaking a little bit. We're having problems here. Can you hear me now? Uh, yes, I can hear slightly better. Yes. Okay. I was asking if I had, if I could have options. Like, can I okay, have okay. options? So, okay. So let's go. Energy, telecom, automobiles, healthcare, and tech and technology. Spends the most money on research. <laughs> on research and development. I'll say. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I would say tech, but I feel like healthcare will be a close second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Healthcare. Yeah. It's tech spends most on research and development, and it's not even, it's by a wide margin. It surpasses healthcare by a wide margin. 
I, I was shocked when I saw it too. I was like, whoa, you would think that we would spend more money on healthcare. Like, you know, people, as human beings, like, yeah, exactly. You think that we will want to live longer. You would think that we want to like tackle more diseases. Even now during the pandemic, I'm pretty sure the numbers haven't come out yet, but I'm pretty sure Amazon is spending more than Johnson's and Johnson's. It's spending more than Moderna, you know, because I feel so many of us, all like our lives have gravitated so much to technology. You know, every single person, it doesn't really matter how small they are. And I feel like that's where I really appreciate the work you do in terms of the, the smartphone space. Uh, you saw that comment, did you? In terms, of the, in, terms of, <laughs> in terms of the smartphone space, you know. So I want to ask, what did you think, what do you think about what Bill Gates, uh, you know, Bill Gates was slandered for this whole thing, um, definition and all of that. But I, in the 2015, I think 2015 TED Talk he had, where he like sort of predicted coronavirus. Mm -hmm. I, some, I, I, I saw that video and I was like, you know, this person is not even, is not a healthcare professional. He's mm -hmm. a person. You know, it's also pays an oath to what you said about how like technology has, they spend the most money on research and development. You know, he suggested like military should be trained. There should be military medical, something like that. It, it merged between both fields, both industries. So be able to protect this thing and keep it from spreading or something like that. He correctly predicted, but not predicting a date, he correctly mm, predicted yeah. the effects of something like this. So what do you think in, in that regard? Like, yes, it may, maybe it makes sense now that money is being spent, you know, more on research and development by tech and it's even trickling down to healthcare. But what, how, do you, how, how did that make you feel that it was Bill Gates that was the one that presented that or saw it coming? Mm, if you want to. Yeah, I feel like one thing, one thing we can all agree to is that the most what's the word I'm looking for? The most brilliant minds, like in recent history, they have all just gravitated towards the tech sector. Like you're Einstein's in a way, you're Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. Like it really doesn't take someone to study a particular, like you, you're a perfect example. You study econ in uh, uni, but yet you're still like one of the biggest names in like the YouTube space and like all of that. So it's really just a common sense thing. I think what he did was he looked back in history and you know, that's the beautiful thing about history. It always tends to repeat itself. Like maybe it comes in different flavors. Like uh, what's his name said, Bill Ackman, it comes in different flavors, but it's always trending. You can see it with the uh, Spanish flu, there have been plagues in the 1600s. So he just looked at the data and saw, okay, wow. Like we haven't had any of these in a while. Like it's probably gonna come soon. And I don't wanna delve into like, you know, that realm of, you know, conspiracy theories and all of that. But yeah, I, I, I get that, you know? That's why we always look for like the tech leaders as kind of look looking out mm -hmm. on Instagram. I mean, on Twitter, we have like Elon Musk dominate like dominating the timeline. Yeah. That man tweets, everybody listens. Like, hate him or love him, you're listening to him. Like, he's a really polarizing figure, but you can't deny how smart and how sound. Like, these people have made life changing like products and inventions that have changed the future and the direction of mankind. So, it's not a surprise to me that we see someone like Bill Gates you know, come in and just predict something that healthcare professionals probably were, I'm pretty sure some of them knew, but they were scared. But just because like you see a lot of mavericks and revolutionaries in the tech space, they, they don't have anything to do. They've already made, they will come out and speak their mind on a lot of issues. So, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad we have people like Bill Gates and Elon and, you know, Jeff Bezos there because they, they, they think outside the box. And those are generally the type of people that move 
humanity forward. Like, but yeah, that's just my two cents on that. Yeah, but uh, back to the whole like healthcare space, like for sure, I was really expecting like healthcare to be spending the most on research. People want to move to a hundred plus. I guess we just want more likes and retweets more than we want to move to So that part, that part really, really, really did shock me. So uh, next, we're gonna dive into like sectors and industries exactly. So uh, let's start with where I feel like is your strong suit. But correct me if I'm wrong. Let's start with you know, smartphones, smartphones in general, like your smartphone company. So I was doing a little bit of research like I normally do. And let me see. So the global, the global smartphone market share, it, the top five, uh, do you want to take a guess? You know, I'm just going to go for it and you tell me your thoughts. So Samsung is number one in terms of market share. Huawei is a close second. Apple is third. Xiaomi, is that correct? Is that how, Xiaomi, X-I-A. Xiaomi. Xiaomi, okay, okay, Xiaomi. I learned that today. Xiaomi and Oppo, Oppo, O-double-P-O, is that correct, Oppo? Yeah. So four out of five, okay, not bad. So uh, are you surprised by that list? Are you surprised by the makeup in terms of global market share? Absolutely not surprised. Absolutely not, okay, okay, okay. So the funny okay, let's, thing let's, is, let's, I, mm-hmm. I, I reviewed two of the best-selling phones of last year. Mm. I did best selling phones, and those are my two most viewed videos. It's crazy. The Samsung Galaxy A10 is a 50,000 naira smartphone. It's very cheap. Wow. That was the, most, that was the highest selling phone like ever no, last wow. year. I, I don't even know anybody that uses that. That's crazy. I've never, I don't think I've noticed that. Yeah. The A50 was the second. It's a budget phone. It's a very small phone. But what mm. Samsung did, the, the same, it's kind of the same thing iPhone does. You know, iOS, across all iOS devices, is the same software that runs across them so um you know you have an iphone 6 i think right now the 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 new um updates only stop at iphone 8 right now i think so because of that you know people 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 will upgrade definitely from their older mm-hmm. iphones samsung did the same thing where they give one ui to uh, this budget smartphone this phone is cheap it's like an entry-level device but you have the same experience you get when you're using like a high-end s20 that was just what they did, bringing the big to the small. And A10, A50, they were the number one and number two. And that's what Samsung did. Hmm. Although they are kind of falling off a bit, they actually leveraged that. They made the A10S, because the A10 was the best thing. They made the A10S, made the A11, A50, A50S. They just made different spin-offs of those ones. So hmm. the funny thing is, even this year, the A51, I also reviewed that, it's also doing well. Is also selling real well. So Samsung is, I think Samsung is trying to lock in the mid-range category, mid to budget mm, yeah, range. Category. For sure. But Huawei's strength is that they have options. They have a lot of options, which is why I think they are second. So Huawei has, mm. you know, Y7P, Y7 Prime, Y7 Prime 2019. They have so many options to choose from. So yeah, that's, that's another thing that I'll say, you know, makes Huawei to second. And you know, while we also make um, computers, they they make Windows laptops, they make other appliances. But the problem is, since Huawei's fallout with Google, you know what Trump did? Trump. Yeah, what Trump did? Yeah, the whole Yeah. Entity list, putting them. You know, no U.S. company can work with them. No U.S. company can Scope, trade. Yeah. No, even just U.S. New Zealand and no other countries. Like, yeah. I read about those updates later on that, you know, there were some countries that sort of joined 
you know, because of the spying thing and all of that, which I can't really speak on, but, you know, they were speculating and all of that. Uh, so Huawei is on the entity list. They can't have access to Google software. So you can't watch YouTube videos natively on Huawei. You can't mm. use Google Maps on a Huawei device. You don't have access to Gmail natively. Um, but what we offered alternatives, what we offered bigger storage, Google has like 15 gigs of storage, or we has 50 gigs of storage. So, um, you can, what we created like an email app that you can sort of use Gmail on, it's just a default email app. So it's an email client service essentially. So you can use multiple email services, uh, that it supports, but it's not direct, but the thing is you don't have YouTube on that phone. So you have to sort of yeah. watch the which is not so great. So that's also something that we banned was from May last year. So throughout that period, there has been like a lot of ups and downs for Huawei. So Huawei is doing a lot. They're spending a lot now. They're trying to acquire a lot of users, you know, because of this. People are not going to, people are not really finding, um, I, I won't say they are really finding, they're not finding Huawei phones appealing to buy, but Huawei is giving huge specs. They're giving huge performance, you know, overpriced even. The, the price of it, you, you can find a good, very, very good Huawei phone. They, this, they will subsidize the price for Nigerians here. So you yeah. buy it directly when they, they subsidize the price instead of paying import duties and all of that. So yeah, Huawei is good at this number two position, but I don't know if, you know, the, because of that ban, it might have an effect on their position. Apple is understandable. Apple doesn't need to be number one. Well, yeah, they are number one in terms of the revenue. In terms of, they don't need to be number one. For Xiaomi too, Xiaomi is sort of like Huawei. Xiaomi has, they give options as well. And Oppo also similar, they give a lot of options. Xiaomi, what Xiaomi does is they don't make as much profit on their phones the way the others. They make a very, 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 very good phone and they make it so cheap. You are just questioning like why? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like piggybacking off what you just said, it just seems like okay. Let, let, let me put it this way: out of those top five, three of them are Chinese, right? Yeah. Yes. Huawei, yeah. Xiaomi, Samsung, uh, Huawei, Xiaomi, Oppo, Samsung is Korean. Mm. So, uh, I looked at. I also like did a deep dive and looked at Nigerian market, and it's Techno One, <laughs> Infinix Two, Samsung Three. Apple 4 and iTel 5, and no Huawei there. Do you, do you know why? Like, top five? So, I know Huawei. Huawei actually recently entered into the market. Okay, they recently just came out. Yeah, recently. When I started reviewing, I think they reached out to us first that, you know, they are just coming into the market. market. Uh, but, you know, they, they also um, import the phones before. Huawei has flagship phones that are very good. They have the Mate series. They have the... P series, so they are, they had flagships that were already good. They are, they are very they take pride in camera zoom quality. You you can there's, there's, I think I saw a video on Twitter. You know the way we can zoom to the moon, capture the moon from here. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. From here. Okay. Okay. They, I have to check have, that out. Yeah, they have that zoom quality on lockdown. It won't be clear, obviously, <laughs> but they have that zoom quality on lockdown. And Samsung also, you know, did their 108 megapixels, which they multiple phones I hope you know that the phones on the iphones are made by samsung so um yeah they all trade with each other in that sort of manner so samsung also gives their cameras to a bunch of these guys maybe to test i wouldn't really know but obviously they are selling that to these people so it, it, 
the funny thing is for Nigeria, Techno, Infinix, and Itel are on that trajectory. They are the same company. So for, for yeah, so for one company to be dominating the three out of five in the top five list is yeah. offering is essentially is value for money. So yeah. giving you high end specs, which you know, there are obviously some things that won't be as good. So they're giving you those iron specs and for a very, very small factor of the price. So just the thing is, the problem that they have is updates. This, the way iOS updates come, where you just get it you oh, know, yeah, OTA, the, immediately updated. That's their problem. And you know, it's something that I feel like you should work on because new entrants are coming. Huawei is coming. Um, Xiaomi is coming. So these guys are coming and they are trying to take up their market share. So. You know, I feel like in terms of fixes, that's what is left for them. But they have the market on lockdown. They they know the market. They are experienced with the market. They grew with the market. So, yeah. So like even just looking at the whole like smartphone industry, it's I, I could just tell that a lot of it is dominated by Asian big countries. You know, China, Korea. Yeah, and you know that's something that we we are trying to go into at Bank like try because right now all we have an offer is u.s stocks but we are definitely trying to go into the chinese market because they're the thing about china in general is that you know once the u.s has taken such a strong stance on you you know i think the whole issue not to get too political but it is threatening being on top of the mountain yeah and seeing china come so fast so quickly you know, so it's a, it's a whole lot of politics, like only God knows how guilty Huawei is of like data breaching and like all of that. We would never know the true story. But, you know, the hard stance the U.S. took on the company itself and in general, just Chinese companies. The, within the last couple of weeks, we've seen Locking Coffee, that's a Chinese based uh, coffee firm. Similar, it's like a competitor at Starbucks. They are cracking down hard on Chinese. So I do not know long term the future of Chinese stocks in America. So that's why at Bamboo, we're definitely gonna to try to diversify our portfolio, like our offering moving forward. And uh, so if, and a lot of people have been asking about Samsung, because if Samsung's a lot, a lot of people are trying to take positions in Samsung. I know that uh, you can get an ETF, it's called the EWI. Uh, I'm gonna have, I just saw that like right before I came on live. So I was just doing a lot of reading because it's really hard to get Chinese companies now on the and on any security like trading uh, market in the United States. So we're definitely probably gonna work on, you know, introducing that uh, option sometime in the future. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask, so talking about, you know, Facebook, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet, out of those, how many of them? Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, Alphabet, and what's the last one? Yeah, out of the top, like the top five tech companies, like which one, if I gave you a chance to invest in just one, which one would you invest in and why? Amazon. What, what you say? Amazon. 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 Sure. Yeah. Why? Maybe why Amazon. Apple. Yeah, Apple's mm, the last one. I don't, yeah. yeah. You don't know. Google and Apple, the, the, the Google is nice, but it's Google. <laughs> well, uh, I'll say Amazon because Amazon has like proven to be that strong over, I mean, like coming from, did you say 100? Yeah, they came from 100 to 2 in 10, yeah, 10 years. 100 to, nah. 
but even not even just taking that away like amazon has a very 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 strong market because mm. there's this thing i recently started getting interested in like cloud and aws i didn't know that you know they were i mean i knew but like i didn't know that it was that big that they were mm. one of yeah, the leaders in that industry i looked at all their competitors combined them they are not they're not as big yeah they're not they're not so yes amazon amazon i think amazon will keep growing strong then apple apple is just apple is just amazing yeah, <laughs> it's just right. apple but i feel like i hope not i hope that what happened to blackberry doesn't happen to apple in terms of releasing the same phones over and over again but it seems like apple has a strategy so the thing is this year they released the iphone se 2020 uh if you look at it i, I did a video i did a video about it and i analyzed it it was exactly three years i think 2016 or four years i think, I think 2016 was when they had it the, the original se they made it, I think, four or three years after the um, the iPhone 5. Then the iPhone iPhone 8, I don't know what year it was, but it was the exact same period, exact same interval that they released the iPhone 5 and the SE and the iPhone 8 and the SE 2. It is the exact same phone that they just used. They just, they gave you the yeah, same phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You saw for it. So, I, I, I've been looking at it. Somebody, I wanted to recently buy the SC2020 just to see just how, it was, how it was. I was that. So that's something I'm still considering whether I should buy it or not. But it's a, I think Apple knows what they're doing. I think they have a long-term plan. No, they definitely have a long-term plan, I think. But, and it's been proven from, you know, historically that what they did with the original SC is the same thing they did with this SC2 and I just want to see how it's going to perform in terms of sales. But so far, mm-hmm. I think that Apple is doing a good job. And this year, yeah, I, they are going to increase their sales. Not at all. You see, how many, that's how many generations now and how many years. Mm-hmm. They've, re- they've been releasing so many. I, yeah, that's like you said, they definitely do have a long-term plan. I think in the tech industry, like let's go back to BlackBerry because you mentioned BlackBerry. Again, let's go back 10 years ago. BlackBerry had over 20% of the smartphone market. What happened there, man, Fasaya? What happened? How did you go from having 20% to in like 10 years? What happened? Did you have any Blackberry? Did you, have, did you ever use Blackberries? I, I enough, I never had. I, okay, yeah, I had. I had, Blackberry I had, I had oh, you I had, had one? The original blue one with the, with the, uh, with the ball and the side scroll. So, um, I, I really like that phone. I, I still money to buy credits on that phone from uh, yeah, so, <laughs> I really liked it. It was, it was, it was the OG BlackBerry, and it was just something that I, you know, it was nice. Then I think my next phone was a Palm, and then I met, I moved on to Nokia. Nokia yeah. was dominated. Nokia till today has the most, the highest selling phone in the world ever. The Nokia mm-hmm. fifty three hundred or something like that, eleven million copies sold. So Nokia is just Nokia is just mad. <laughs> but yeah. uh, in terms of BlackBerry, it's easy to say that it was lack of innovation. You know, they, there were so many things that were changing around them, and they kept on saying, oh, the touchscreen is never going to work. Nobody's going to, uh, nobody's going to use touchscreen smartphones. Then it came, people were adopting it, and then they released the touchscreen smartphone that was bad. 
Yeah, it the, was. The, it seemed like rush work. It seemed like they were just trying to hurry up and jump. So bad. Ah, then I don't know what happened. <laughs> they, they made the DB10 series and it was just confusing. Like, what are you people trying to do? Then they made another one that was running Android and it was just confusing. What do you guys really want? So it, it, they didn't, I don't think they acted immediately, but then again, you can't really blame them. Like, you know, there's this motivational group to tell you to be consistent, you know, keep doing what you're doing and do it where refine it, keep doing. Sometimes you have to pivot, but like, how do you know when it is right to pivot? So you can't really blame them, but at the same time, the truth is that they didn't just see it coming and they didn't innovate and they didn't pay attention to like what people were moving into immediately. So. Yeah, the 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 iPhone and all Android screens just obliterated them from the market. Yeah, and then you have the BBM. You know, you know one crazy fact. Just doing a little bit of reading. It's the first iPhone came out in two thousand and seven. I think two thousand and seven. Okay, so all all it took was one year, and what I mean by that was. Nokia entered the smartphone market one year right after. They entered in 2008. And in that one year, Apple completely captured the market. They captured everyone's hearts. They captured everyone's souls. And I feel like that's even going to go right into our next point. It's the tech industry is so dynamic. It's so like it's so fluid. It changes so quickly. And I feel that's one thing we're noticing now with the general trend in like big tech. They, you, you always see them kind of have their hand everywhere. They never want to be caught off guard in, oh, we were not innovating there. Look at Amazon today. Amazon, Jeff Bezos, he's bought stakes in space exploration and space exploration and, uh, driverless cars in, within the last year. Amazon started as a bookstore. What are you doing in space? What are you doing with driverless cars? You know, so it's, it, you can just see the general trend. In you know, people, like tech industries, they do not, because all it takes is one moment for you to lose everything. Like people are so, because products are so, they don't, you don't really stay loyal. Like I was on Facebook for a while. I was on Twitter. Look at Snapchat. Snapchat was dominating for like a minute in terms of those instant messages. And now there's TikTok. You know, it's what have you done for me lately in this tech industry, in this tech space. Like, look, like, I'm so sorry if I go to bring your YouTube video. Do you know how many different types of videos you have on your page? That's just to show you how dynamic the tech industry is. Like one moment you're caught slipping, you're, you're, you're out of the game. So a lot of companies now, they're trying to innovate, trying to do things here and there as quickly as possible, have a hand in as many sectors. So that like, even if that sector blows up, at least they're not starting from ground zero. They don't have any information on that sector. They don't know how to operate. So a lot of them are touching a whole bunch of different things. So that goes into my next question. Zoom, the platform you're currently using right now. How are you feeling? How are you liking Zoom so far? I know you say so I've seen so many uh, reports about you know, hacking, Zoom hacking, you know, people hacking into the live stream and then spamming the live stream. And I've seen so many reports about, I've seen so many reports generally, you know, bad things happening, like Zoom, either Zoom passwords or, you know, the hacking. And I think there was something yesterday, I can't really remember, it was about Zoom saying that they are going to share, they're going to work with the FBI or something if mm. they are required to. So people were like, oh, cancel Zoom, cancel Zoom. And I'm like, ah, it works now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there are, Already. There are definitely alternatives. And something happened. It was, 
this morning I got an email from Google that they are releasing something called Currents. Just this morning. You know, oh, normal people like us didn't get that email. I mean, I didn't get it. I don't have ties to Google. Maybe it's my spam. Was the social media that Google had? Uh-huh. It was a complete failure. Like it was just bad. I think they, at some point they were forcing YouTube and people comment on YouTube videos to have Google Plus accounts, but that didn't happen. Google, they mm-hmm. people told we will cancel you if you do this, and they listened. They canceled it because nah, nah. So Google had to die. And now they are talking about currents. I didn't really read the email very, very well. I need to well, read it very well. But mm-hmm. some currents that either was announced today or will be coming very soon to everybody. So we should just be prepared for that. What it is, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's supposed to be replacement to Google Plus. But you know, Zoom, Zoom is is a good service. Like I've used Zoom. I've had multiple Zoom calls this period. But something happened. <laughs> So I, I got this um, I got this thing of um, of of, of um, what was it called? Think talk. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? TikTok. Do you say TikTok? It's supposed to be a. It's supposed to be a, a Wait, what's it called? 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 Think think talk. Think like, talk. Okay. Think like the ring of. of okay. Okay. It's supposed to be a, uh, an alternative to Zoom. I had this meeting with some guys. I think it's a Chinese app. But I had this meeting with some guys. And if you check the Play Store, the App Store now, <laughs> <laughs> 1. 1.5 star ratings. 1.5? Yeah, 11,000 ratings. Yeah, 11, ratings. And it's 1.5 stars. Like, it is just that bad. It wow. is not... I tried it. it I think it, it worked fine for me when I tried it. Uh-huh. But um, no, nah, it was not. It was not so amazing like that. It was. It seemed to my calendar the UI was confusing. It was not really an app that you could really trust. It seemed like a web app, more like an actual like oh. app app. Oh, Google Currents has been in it. Nobody connected that. Is. So it was released in 2019. Wow, I'm actually old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what? Zoom? As of January of 2020, Google Currents was still in development. It's in okay. beta. Beta version is now closed. Oh. oh, okay, 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 okay. I guess I released, I got an email that it was closing. What's that? What was closing? What was closing? Sorry, could you repeat that? Google Google. Google oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, so we, so I didn't read the email. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's okay. Because, like, I even wanted to ask you, like, a, so Zoom has competitors like Cisco, uh, Alphabet's Google Meet, and um, Messenger Rooms from Facebook. Do you feel like moving forward? Because now they're currently valued, I know Zoom is valued for at least over $50 billion. And for you know, an app that its primary source of income is video like conference calls, it blows my mind. And there was a time earlier this year that Zoom was worth more. Granted, market cap is not the most efficient way or like to gauge like yeah but it just paints a story for you on like you know grant a whole lot of that's covid's effect on the marketplace on like the uh, makeup of our economy but for zoom to be valued at 50 billion more than the combined values of the top five airline companies for me that just paints a picture like it might be overvalued 
or maybe there's just something I'm not seeing, man. Maybe like Zoom has some special feature that they're going to introduce at some point. But yeah, it's just this period. It's just this period. I don't think it is. So like moving forward, moving forward, do you see them like still keeping this share of like market, like this share of the market, like such a huge share with so many big players like Cisco, Facebook, and uh, the last one, Google. Those are not small boys. Like coming into this space. Like those, those aren't small companies. So do you feel like they'll still be able to, cause people are on this Zoom bandwagon, seriously. Seriously on the Zoom bandwagon. Like if you just go to Bamboo community, that's what people talk about, Zoom, 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 Zoom. You know, so do you feel like moving forward, like look at Skype, Let, let's take a look at Skype. There was a time period where Skype was the end all be all when it came to like conference, like video conference was like everyone was on Skype. I remember being in like SS2 and sneaking my laptop to my room to talk to my girlfriend at the time, like, you know, on Skype, but it was so hard because the setup was just wonky. It was weird. It took so long to like go, the network was not the best. I yeah, <laughs> a lot of people are like it. Like a lot of people like are bearish on it. <laughs> a lot of people that are bearish on it, they're complaining that they're saying that it might be too overvalued and the space is too saturated with like big time players coming in, and there isn't just that much room for growth. Like COVID nineteen was an anomaly, and it's gonna pass. And a lot of people are scared that Zoom's value in the next one to two years, like, wouldn't be as big. Because you see, people are even going back to work now. So there's not that much of a need for Zoom as much. So, like, do you, long, long term, do you feel, do you see Zoom going to, going the realm of Skype, you know, just completely becoming obsolete and, like, losing out to the big players? Or do you see it as a platform or an app that's here to stay long term? So before, before this year, before the COVID, um, has been ex uh, before COVID accelerated. I knew about Zoom as the place where I go to have private meetings with um, a team. So I used to have like teams I've worked with in the past, and we used Zoom a lot. Every every almost every week we had like meetings. It was Zoom, and it was just private. We didn't have any events the way we are having now. We didn't have anything that was. I I didn't really see the publicity then. Yeah, it reminds me of this app. Uh, I think house party or something because of <laughs> a virus. I never heard about the app in my life. Apparently, mm. it was yeah. So the coronavirus amplified it. Yeah, Not the COVID, the COVID, yeah. The situation amplified it. So I, I, I don't think it is going to be. It's, it's also the same with transport. The transport sector, airline sector, everything has gone down to nothing from thirty-two dollars. That one. I think it was American Airlines or Boeing. I'm not really sure, but it was mm -hmm. $32 last year, November mm -hmm. or December, $3. It's just, it just went down, but it's going to go back up. And that's the funniest part because I also had, I think I had shares in American Airlines or so. I bought and it like grew more than doubled. So I think it is, it's, the market will correct itself. But I, I can't really say exactly yeah. how it's going to be. But it's oh. going to correct itself. And I don't think it is. I feel like it's probably overvalued, kind of like Bitcoin. You know? Yeah. Way kind of like Bitcoin. Oh, I don't know what to go down that rabbit hole. I don't. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not sure we'll talk about I, I, use, I use Bitcoin. I have Bitcoin, but like, I, don't, I don't vouch for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, get, I get that. I, I, I feel I feel too. It's just as a, a as a result of the times, you know. Yeah. COVID nineteen kind of like I feel like it was a litmus test for what our future economies will look like because I don't think we can 
economies tend to change like through disruption, but they are also yeah. organic. You know, a pandemic can't force us to change the way we live unless it's here to stay permanently. And like we've seen that COVID, of course, people are dying, like it's bad, but it's not as bad as we initially fear. And you see a whole lot of economies opening up, even Nigeria, we see now cases are increasing, but people are still are going out. Yeah, yeah. Now. yeah. Yeah, people are still working. So I definitely feel Zoom is overvalued to what extent i am not sure but i really doubt that zoom can be can be like worth the combined value of the whole airline industry that that's me as a sir you know in this, this whole period we're seeing a whole lot of, yeah we're seeing a whole lot of weirdness we're seeing and like you said like you rightly said you can't predict to what extent things will change now like no one knows what next year is going to look like Remember 2020 mm -hmm. now, like crossover night, all that. Everybody was like, oh my God, 2020 is going to be my year. Hopefully, we still are here. But I was going to, I was going to work out in the gym, you know, become like Arnold. As in, I was just <laughs> like, gang. But yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. I don't. It yeah, is what it is. It is. It, it, it definitely is. And, you know, it's 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 kind of it's kind of sad, but I feel like at the same time, you know, there always is a silver lining. I feel this has shown us that we do have the ability to take at least a good chunk of our economy offline. It's shown a lot of companies that they need to cut costs in some certain areas. It's shown some companies that they need to focus. And like you said, the winners of COVID nineteen, like the best performance stocks, are the biggest stocks, the ones that are most like diversification online like in terms of online services disney's diversified but it didn't do too well with covid because a lot of its revenues come from like people actually going out as parks and stuff so it's just showing us the general trend of where economies are going to like in the future so this is a test i don't think from now on we'll all be going to work online on zoom we, it, it's not feasible we're human beings we're social creatures we need to interact so long term maybe long long term 20 years in the future but uh right now i feel by, by next year, people will both be going on cruises, people will be traveling. It will change a little bit, but I don't think it's that drastic it's, it's, where people aren't going to be flying anymore. The technology, the 5G tech, how fast it is, mm -hmm. how, what it can do, even though it is, you know, there's the health concern, how, I feel like, you know, there's this test where they did, where they did like a live, a, a remote surgery, they performed surgery on somebody else. Mm -hmm. remotely which was just insane which is a very very insane example by the way which yeah, I don't think is the best way to go at the same time <laughs> example, fine. You're good. Yeah. so uh 5g is if they can if it can be you know all the myths can be debunked and it can be like very stable and it is something that we are it is our that is our reality i think that you know first of all the speed of communication will be faster there will be newer industries that would thrive on just the speed of internet alone. I don't know. I don't think people are really talking about it, but the speed of the internet alone is going to create new new industries. Yeah, for sure. And like you're going to see a lot of things. Like the probably the person who you can't. I don't think I can transfer money to the US, and it will take like three seconds. Of 15 seconds or something i don't know if there's any service like that maybe there is um nah, i doubt i doubt it's it's just, nah, not seconds so minutes fast. Probably. Mm -hmm. everywhere anywhere in what is you know 
it's independent ledgers. People are like doing everything. Computers are doing all the work, the miners and all of that. Instantly, you're getting your money in the exact exchange rates. Nothing is like it's so fast. You are. I don't know. I just when things. Hopefully, when things are better, you know. I feel evil with it. So we just have to. There will be regulations, and the thing is, with regulations, it just takes too much time, and it takes too much of the value away from the service or the product or whatever it is that uh, that this technology is supposed to bring out. It's for our own good, and at the same time, you know, it's also it's also it's going to just be the way human beings are going to be human beings. So, so, so yeah. what, what what I'm getting from you is that like moving into the future, like people not only should they try to invest and diversify their income streams and all of that, but, you know, have a footprint online, be able to have a skill that's marketable online. Even if it's, you're going to have a business, you have to be like, not completely, but in some way, shape or form on the cloud, you have to maybe have a Shopify account, be selling online, have some form of like e-commerce presence. Is that what, is that what you're trying to say? Especially in places like Nigeria, though. where your um, your efforts is not directly tied to your output, something mm. like that. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I saw. I also saw yesterday though. Jeff uh, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk aren't really on the friendliest terms. They're not really on the friendliest. <laughs> who, who are you, who are you? So are you are you rolling with Jeff because you're rolling with Amazon or who, who do you like? Who do you like better? I really I'm I'm so proud of Elon Musk. You know the first yeah. private to take man in outside in a while it's just so i i, I tweeted it i had goosebumps that day i was at home with my family we i saw i saw i saw it yeah i saw it, I saw <laughs> I it all over the time like, like everywhere rockets i'm like oh. so happy you know but you know Elon Musk is, Elon Musk is, <laughs> yeah. do you have any do you have any uh do you have any positions in any uh do you have positions in virgin Galactic? you don't have to tell us but like do you have any positions in Virgin Galactic? No, I do not. No, you might want to look at that. You know, no investment advice. So just saying, you know, yeah. we go down with Babu. If, you, if you're that so much of a fan of space travel, testing with my Babu account, I've just been testing litmus yeah. tests. But I think yeah. I'm going to make probably like bigger, maybe bigger investments. I don't know, but. I, I want to I want to really really like I'm only going to invest in things I understand and things I know about. For sure. I'm not going to do anything that I'm not really so sure about. Like I know Apple has a release cycle every first quarter or first second quarter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's always two release cycles, and then the WWDC, the Worldwide Developer Conference. There's the ones for the Mac. There's the ones for the developers. There's the ones for the iPhones, and the iPads and accessories and all of that. I know the accessories are usually like silent launches, but every September, October-ish, there is an iPhone that people are going to buy. Yeah, flow towards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it even begs another question that I, I'm trying to ask a lot of people. So if you just invested in the Nasdaq, that's uh, an index that tends to track, like Nasdaq 100 mm -hmm. tends to track uh, the top 100 tech stocks in the United States market you would have outperformed every other sector by, I think, by like 9%. That's if you just drop all your money 
I think it's called, like there's an ETF called the QQQ. You drop all your money there. Even with COVID and the way COVID hit a lot of industries, if you invested all your money in that particular ETF and left it there, you would have made at least, I think, I can't remember the exact, but boy, you would have been positive while all other sectors were turning in negative returns. So I think it begs the question now, like, is it really that bad to have a concentrated portfolio if it's in tech? Like, because I don't see any, like, if you invest in just Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, and Alphabet, that's Google. If you just put your money in all five. Okay. Money in all five, you're not, like, you're not diversified in the sense because you're still in tech, but you're going to have astronomical returns. And I think it's good in the sense that, like, you know, it begs the question, like, challenge as something. Like, it's good to diversify, but as we can see now, just the tech space, if there's one place you're going to concentrate all your assets in, tech doesn't sound like a bad idea. Just because the general trend is going in that direction. You know, and it's, it's, it's something that's big. Like it's, it's causing a lot of philosophical debate because people are still saying, oh, you know, you have to diversify. They point to the 99.com bubble that happened where if you invest in tech, <laughs> you know, but look at, even in that same class of like destruction, Amazon was still there. It came out and it was doing great. So, yeah, what would you tell people now? And like, there's people that are scared to invest now. Even if, like you said, that you're just testing, would you give them advice that, like, you know what, just get your feet wet. Don't put too much money, you know, just try it. Like, see, the gains in that sense tend to like outweigh the losses. Even if, like, let's say you put 5,000, right, depending on what your pockets can afford, you know, I feel like personally it's a good idea just to get your feet wet, like, you know what, kind of know what the market is about. Because We've seen it. You said, I think, who, who did you mention earlier today? You mentioned like some so it was, it was what, what I did was I, I subscribed to a bunch of, not a bunch, but like maybe three or four. It's not like, but like some um, newsletters and stuff about like the stock market. And, you know, I saw this thing where they were like, oh, the transport sector, people are really, really positive about the transport sector because mm -hmm. how can something all the way from? Thirty-two dollar per share to three. In so I just thought, okay, yeah, what the hell? I'll just put money inside and times two. <laughs> so it's you're great. You're I think it's great, but it's just coming down. You know, yeah, it's it's it's, it's weird right now. But yeah, I think I, I really think that the transport sector, even the funniest thing, I think Tesla is kind of great transport. Even yeah, it's, tech as well. yeah, it's, it's also it's, it's, on that transport. So it's, it's a tech company, but it's, uh, it's I mean, I it's tech company. Yeah, it is a tech company. So trans the transport sector is maybe for speculative people. Yes, it is. A, it is. It just made sense to me. <laughs> that yeah. then I, I think I, mean, I bought I, a bunch of online yeah. airline shares. <laughs> so yeah. um, that's just me being speculative. But in terms of industries that I really know, I would still go with like, you know, Apple or Amazon. So that's, that's my, those are the ones that I really know and I really like. I have a very quick regrets. I think when I, when I, I made a video, when I first started my YouTube channel, I made a video about Bitcoin. I had, I had money, like I had some money with me then. I think Bitcoin was $750 for one bitcoin and that's this is a while i was back, like right? okay is this yeah, a while it's, back? A, it's a very long time i mean yeah I mean, some 50, yeah 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 it was 750 dollars for one bitcoin 
I made the video and I was like, ah, I'm not going to buy it. I just made the video as an education video. That same year, it was 26,000. <laughs> that same year, 26,000. Oh, wow. How did that make you feel? I, I was like, looking at, looking at the I was so sad. I was so sad. <laughs> And you know the funniest thing is that, that was not the year. That was not the period I now bought it and then it just went down. Now it's about it's thousand now. So So what's what's your biggest lesson from that experience? What's your biggest lesson from that? If you have like, to do it, you have to do it. <laughs> if you if you like if you say just get enough knowledge read about mm. it and then just do it. Don't put too much, don't put what you can afford to lose, obviously. Mm. Essentially, the biggest money you are going to make. It's not, you're not, it's not like you're going to really make a huge, a whole lot of money if you don't hold. Like if you are speculative, many people who make their money from this they hold. So, if you if you just go into it to be, uh, get like fast returns and you don't understand the market, you're going to get burned. But you know, just figure out the one that you understand that's closer to you and then just put something there if, if it is making signs of progress and you know also read about the company as well yeah read, so if it's making signs of progress putting more and more yeah read like and you know that's i think like that's a common uh that's a common uh thing that's going around certainly around these days like because so many people are being introduced to trading and like investing now and looking at it from uh Looking at it from like a very, I don't want to say anything bad, but looking at it with a very narrow-minded, like it just looks like, oh my God, all these people, they're always on their phone. They're looking at graphs. Nobody likes graphs, man. Graphs are not fun to look at. Like on Bamboo, they are, but like in general, like I remember my father, my, what's the name of that, um, this thing? What do they call it? Those, uh, in high school, father maths, those things that we, yeah, those graphing. Every time I saw them, I had anxiety. Mm -hmm. I know yeah. <laughs> so like people are just saying like don't think of it as the market anymore. Think of it as betting on companies you believe in. You know, it's really as like if we're gonna dumb it down to anything, it's really as simple as that. You know, don't be too bothered about what people are making. Don't don't count on other man's pockets. Oh, don't hear, oh my god, I made fifty thousand on Bitcoin last last night. You're like, oh, okay, how can how can I do it by? You know, it's very and I think that's the hardest part about investing. It's just keeping your focus and trusting in your strategy and your process. You know, I think that's, that's the hardest part. It's very hard to see people making astronomical gains and, you know, stand by those because you're afraid. You're like, ah, oh, God, man, like people are cashing out. And, you know, we, me and uh, our, one of our guests before talked about this thing, like the fear of missing out, the fear of, like, not being on that wave. And like you yeah. said, man, like, you, <laughs> when you go back in, that's when it crashed with Bitcoin, right? Like when you go back in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was, was like it crashed it really crashed that december period it crashed crazily wow i know i know the guy that bought around the 800 dollar mark it was still in january that year and i think he made like he bought a lot then made like two hundred thousand dollars or so and it was just what the hell man <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but like, hey, now, man, at least now you have uh, positions in different, like, I feel like that kind of helped you out a little bit. Like, now, even oh, just yeah. talking to you, you're, you're more, you're more patient, you're more calculated about the investments you make, just because you're seeing Tesla up and you're a tech guy, everybody's expecting, ah, society has like, oh, what shit, Tesla, and like, it's like, <laughs> you know, I feel that's something that a lot of people have to learn, is that you have to get burnt sometimes to learn a lesson. Like, you know, the market isn't a forgiving place, but I feel like 
just 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 as well their high probability of losses their high probability of gains it's just doing things according to what you can handle and what you can't afford you know don't go put your rent or don't go put any school fees to invest you know it's it's probably not going to end well so it's just you know reminding people of that but uh yeah so last sector before we wrap this up i want to talk about streaming in general we're just going to do a general so we're going to start with uh video streaming so netflix disney plus hulu hbo which one are you going for if you had one choice one stock well hbo and, uh, i think yeah hbo and hulu are owned by Google, right let me see that but yeah what's what what's what's your favorite streaming platform my favorite streaming platform is youtube what YouTube. <laughs> YouTube is my favorite. Okay, okay, but that's that's respectable. That's respectable. I have, I have an account in Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, and Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's ones. There was a very new one I saw, Cos Cosmo or something like that. I can't remember. It's a very very yeah. new one. It, it, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not among the big players as such. Yeah. But um I'll still go with I'll still go with maybe Netflix. Netflix. Okay. I, I really okay. like Netflix because mm-hmm. Netflix is not like the other ones. Hulu is nice. I think my the way I got Hulu was because I had Spotify. And mm. uh, Spotify had this promo where they had, um, if you had a Spotify premium, I have a Spotify premium account. If you have a Spotify premium account, you can get Hulu as well. So I think that was where I had the Hulu. I just paid like an extra, a very, very small amount. I didn't pay the full price. I think I paid like 20% of the original streaming fee because I had a Spotify account. But the promo has ended now because probably they make money and I was just looking. So. <laughs> Uh, it was it was from there I got Hulu and Amazon Prime is just amazing, mm-hmm. but I I think Amazon Prime is better than Netflix, but better it's better okay. than Netflix. In the, the the actual streaming is better than Netflix. Yeah, not not the content. The content is the content. Do you think the content is better? Well, Amazon Prime has more. I think they have more than Netflix. I'm not so sure. I think they have a lot. They have so many classics. They have. Almost every film you can think of because of Amazon. Amazon already has the films where you can buy the seat. So they, they, and what they even did, the funniest thing they did, they, they took the ratings from the actual movie series, they put it on Amazon Prime. So you see old ratings from like the oh, beginning. That's like... So that's, that's something that they did that I, saw, I thought was nice as well, but you know, it's creepy too. So mm-hmm. Amazon Prime has this feature called X-Ray where every frame you are watching, you see the actors, you see the music that's playing in that frame, oh, wow. you see the screen behind the shot of that particular that, on frame. On Amazon Prime, on Amazon Prime. On Amazon Prime, like it's just amazing. Like me, I, I'm, I love to, I, I make videos. So whenever I watch movies, I'm just like trying to see Actually, I discovered a bunch of new artists. I, I, didn't ha- I didn't have to Shazam. I just had to click the X-ray feature. Mm. I just saw wow. some playing here. Actors. You click on the actors, you see other movies they've acted, others than Amazon Prime, you know, pictures. Essentially, it's just, it's so meta. It's like the, the meta data in, in the movie that you're watching is, for me as a person that loves details and tech, is very, very fascinating to me. I mean, people may not like it, but I really love that feature on Amazon Prime. It's just that you have to rent every movie 
almost yeah. every movie. And their originals are trash. So <laughs> that's I'm so friend. Okay. But Netflix, everything, once you enter, can watch anything you like. So I think that's the strength that Netflix has. I will still rank, I, I don't know, I think Netflix and Amazon Prime. Mm. But Amazon Prime, that good. So I, I think it's yeah. watching. Yeah. Then, I don't know, I'm not so sure. Ooh, Disney Plus, I'm not sure. They are so limited. Yeah, so, I think this, Disney owns both Hulu and Disney Plus. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah, they own Hulu and they own Disney Plus. They bought a stake not too long ago on Hulu. So they kind of have. Uh, AT&T owns HBO. Have you ever used HBO? Do you know much about it? Mm-hmm. I have never used HBO. You never used and I think Netflix out of I think Netflix out of all Netflix out of all those platforms is the most internationally available yes. in terms of like just available international because I tried to do I, I think I even told you I, t- I tried to do Disney Plus it was until I saw your video on VPN I was like oh yeah so I, I use VPN to access everything and the funniest part is even on Netflix so I think suits suits the series the series on Netflix in the UK at the time. They had all eight seasons, but in the US, they only had six seasons. And I think it's because mm-hmm. of Megan, Megan's involvement with the prince and all of that. So mm-hmm. they had to limit some things. I don't know. Well, so I had to use a VPN, and I, I use a VPN almost every time to access the internet. You know, I'm not doing anything shady on the internet, but I'm able to see like, uh, like content from multiple. Yeah, that, 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 that's actually your job description. You have to be able to create content. Can I, yeah. I understand. No, you're yeah, fine. Canada you're fine. has like, some, some series that you can't watch in any other part of the world. UK has some series you can't watch in any other part of the world. So just for me to be able to access all of that, so that's yeah, that. I get that. So, yeah, um, yeah, they have they have good and a huge library. Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. But I wish Amazon Prime looked like that. Yeah, they'll probably use a lot more. Yeah, I think that just I think everything just circles back to Amazon because Amazon is there in streaming, like not even just uh, videos and shows, also in music, music streaming. Like they have Amazon Music, which I didn't even know. I didn't even so know that. Was when I subscribed to my Prime Video, they started sending me that oh, you are not utilizing your Prime subscription because you have Amazon Music, and I'm like, what's this what one now? I'll probably check it out. They, they, I have access to that, so, so I'll probably yeah. check it out. Yeah, I just, I just feel like, and the general, I think a recap of this whole conversation that we're having is that we're seeing all these, the top five having fingers everywhere. Every industry we talk about in tech, they kind of have something that they're doing there, and it begs yeah. the question that Elon Musk asked. Elon Musk asked yesterday on Twitter. He, he, he didn't even ask a question. He made a statement. He said that Amazon should be broken up. Yeah, how do you feel about that? They're, they're huge. They're, yeah, they are the number one in cloud. Yeah, by far, by far, by far. It's not even close. So crazy. I don't know if Netflix is even hosting their content there. Yeah, Netflix is like a, a whole bunch of like Netflix is tied to the. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, a whole bunch of it is tied to the, like Amazon, AWS. Yeah. Let's look at that. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's well, Amazon, you know this Amazon, pandemic. Amazon, I know. Yeah. They People were talking about how rich Bezos was getting, like, you know, during oh, yeah. this period while everyone else seems to be struggling. And I think 
I don't know personally. I, I, I don't. I don't have such a strong. But like to me, I think it's a very, very valid question that we have to address in the near future. Amazon can be. In. Well, if you're an investor in Amazon, it's a win for you. If you have Amazon stock, <laughs> you are not complaining. It's crazy. Mm, you're not complaining about it. But it, beg it begs that question. You can't be in every sector. <laughs> you, you can't be in every sector. This is, a, this is a company that started off as a bookstore. Like, that's why I remind myself. Sometimes I wake up and I was like, Amazon really started off as a bookstore. Now I'll see these guys. So it just goes back to that whole thing in tech. You have to innovate. And that's why people... A lot of analysts will pick Disney over Netflix because of just how diversified their like their bases. They are touching like things like Netflix and Spotify. That's why you see them aggressively. Look at Spotify now. Spotify acquired Joe Rogan. Like they acquired his podcast because yeah, that is their yeah. sole focus. It's like you know podcasting and music streaming. That's where they make a whole bunch of their money from. But like if you're an Amazon or if you're a Disney, you don't need to be as aggressive because your fingers are in so many things. And like, that's why the streaming wars for me is a really, really key one to watch because it's, it's going to be hot the next couple of years. It's a very, very new industry. It has potential for like high growth. So I, it's definitely one I'm going, to, I'm going to be watching. So how do you like, in terms of like streaming, like music, like is Spotify your go-to app or like you, are you more of an Apple guy? All my libraries on, like my libraries on Spotify. I have mm. Apple Music, but just for reference, I don't really have, I don't use, I don't put like my songs there. I don't listen to something. Yeah. I like Spotify, you know, my, I can access my stuff offline. I just download everything because it's Spotify premium. So I have access to it anywhere. I have. And it syncs to my computer. So I can just be listening to my computer. I just turn it off and listen, continue listening to my phone. It's you know, nothing bad, nothing spoiled. <laughs> but like, in terms of, I rank, I rank Spotify really, really. I like, I like their um, what's that thing called? The random feature. What's that thing called? The shuffle feature. Okay. You know, the what, what, what does that do? Like, it just brings you new music, like new random yeah, music you know, that you, you know, might lack. Like, you can just start a radio off of somebody's name, and you discover other artists that either sound like him or are around him, or he has worked with, he has featured, something like that. It's just like picking somebody and seeing their network. Of, mm. you know, how accurate is it though, personally, from your experience? How accurate is it? Like when you pick very, really, really accurate. And the craziest part is that I noticed something like TikTok, many of the songs that are top 50 on Spotify, I tweeted that like many of the songs that are top 50, the first 10, except Lady Gaga's new album, the first 10 are from TikTok videos. Mm. It's just crazy. Mm. Like TikTok mm. making this guy worldwide globally get the top 10 songs on spotify they're all from tiktok videos everything mm -hmm. i heard them first on tiktok videos so that's even another way that these industries are sort of are we even surprised yeah, if, they're connected yeah so spotify sorry that's crazy TikTok TikTok buy buy oh wait uh i think tiktok's parent companies i think bite dance but yeah that, i think that's a beautiful part of it part of it like it's so easy for all these companies like to, they're so interconnected in some way yeah. and i feel like that's they, they like they're competitive they're competing with each other but like kind of like that rising tide of tech is just lifting everything up together and yeah. like i said man if you invest in all five like it just seems like the shortest bits in the world right now 
like yeah, you know just way, investing in all the banks stocks yeah is with their screen right because apple buys the screen from samsung the oled screens from there samsung apple buys screen from samsung your iPhone XS, uh, your iPhone 11, everything is Samsung. It's made by Samsung. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. So, oh uh, so why are they pretending like they're at each other's truth when, when they're just no, here? They <laughs> don't like each other. They just work. I think the, 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 SD, the memory card, the storage device, the storage hard drive, rather, the storage device is the, I think it's the highest priced thing out of all the other component just because of you know and that's why when you want to buy an iphone the price increases because of the storage so that's also something that we have to do. i don't know which company makes it i don't know whether by themselves but i know that they they every every they all they all have like their uh, connections in a way and they are all connected. i just i just even thought i just even thought about something like this like you know, you know what's so what's so interesting is that you just said that you have multiple accounts for like video streaming. Like you have Netflix, you have Disney Plus. Yeah. But like isn't it so weird? Like when it comes to music, people just tend to like I only use Apple Music. It's so hard for people to, you know, use two yeah. music platforms at the same time. I can't do that. <laughs> I've I've never tried that, but I actually just thought about that right now. With so uh yeah, with, with regards to Spotify, like me personally, I am very, very bullish because I love when companies have a vision and they attack it. Like, for, in the end, you have to go and compete with the, these big boys. You can't just take a backseat. Like, with your recent acquisition of Joe Rogan, that's one of the biggest podcasts in the United States. They also acquired the biggest sports podcast, The Ringer, like not too long ago as well. So for me, it's like in the, they're trying to carve out a niche here as fast as possible before these people enter. And I think the market re is reacting. 200 million, 215 million dollar deal. And compared to like the, if like, it, it was definitely worth it. Like, because when, when you see the way Spotify stock went up after they bought Joe Rogan, I think they said the deal is around 100 or like 100, 200 million, whatever. But, uh, but when you see how their market cap in increased over a billion, their shares went up. So I feel, the market is definitely pricing in like Spotify's like potential in it. I I I I I've used Spotify a while back, but ever since I came back to Nigeria, it's been yeah. You know, you just have to switch back to Apple Music. But definitely long term bullish on Spotify. But uh, I don't think any people want to be a free subscriber to Spotify. You would want to pay for the service. Pay for the service, because, yeah. Yeah, because the free the free version is is not so amazing. I say. Is the ads are annoying, so I just terms of like everything. Yeah, the value that they actually deliver. Re I really like Spotify. I wanted to like Apple Music, but no. And also, like we said, even even in terms of um, going back to innovation here. Sorry if it seems like I just remember SoundCloud. Where, where's, where's SoundCloud now? <laughs> you, see, you see how quickly things change. Really because I have a SoundCloud account. I actually, I, I have my songs there as well. Uh -huh. My songs are on SoundCloud. Wow, yeah. Wow, I don't even support my own. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. It's I it, it was so... Yeah. No, no, SoundCloud. Ah. <laughs> 
Are you going to go download the app? Are you going to go download the app? I have, I have, I have it. I, I, I made some songs and I posted them there. Mm, okay. No, no, no. Okay, man. Oh, I think, I think that's pretty Sorry. much. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for reminiscing here, man. Uh, so, Fasai, I think that's that's pretty much it for today, man. Like, thanks for spending all this time with us, man, dude. Thank you, thank, thank you for showing me the proper way to rock uh, turtleneck, man. Definitely, definitely going to be doing pulling this look for the rest of your life, for sure. Yeah, but uh, good, great conversation, great conversation. Thank you very much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, there you go, Fasai Patil. You can check him out on Instagram. Uh, YouTube is his major, right? YouTube. Yeah. What, what's, what's your, what's your uh, YouTube, uh, account name? It's my name. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for thanks for being the first ever guest on Bamboo Stick Show, man. And uh, hopefully we'll have you some other time in the future. Maybe when things normalize a little bit, we can do like an in-person show. But uh, thanks a lot, man. And uh, to everyone watching, thanks for spending time with us. Okay, for sorry, leave you to it. All right. Bye.